You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of Town Podcast, episode 82. How's it going, bro? Dude, look at the hair situation. <laughs> you still haven't gotten your hair cut, huh? Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good grief, man. You know, somebody's saying, like- somebody's saying stop bragging right now with male pa- pattern baldness. <laughs> They're like, fuck oh, no, you. I got some male pattern baldness, dude. Let's see this. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Have we that ever talked it. about your tattoo on the, the, the podcast, man? I think we have, yeah. Thug it? Okay, okay. Each has a, Peach has a uh, uh, um, I think that's kiosk. On, uh, no, it's not. No, no, it's oh, yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's a star. It's a star. Uh, kiosk sorry. actually does um, images that have the uh, the spikes in it and everything. But um, my my the tattoo on the top of my head, it is a heart surrounded by a triangle, which is the symbol of peace in Africa. And mm. I've been there twice, hung out with some projects over there, so I get to claim that. Um, and then that is the heart inside the triangle is surrounded by uh spikes and so basically the whole thing represents that heart is my my family okay and that triangle represents peace for my family mm. and those spikes represent the defense that i'm willing to do for my family i love that man i love it. dude you know what we got to get can we get a tattoo guy on here like jesus christ what's wrong with these people like, yes it, yeah we'll get one on soon you know anyways so today uh, we have a very special guest, man. I think it's come up on a few episodes, we, we, you know, that we have a lot of uh, uh, white guys as like uh, street artists, man. And, you know, we want to definitely show diversity, man. I mean, we brought on Mad Soul, my brother Mad Soul the other day, you know, for a special conversation, man. And today we have uh, somebody from uh, the Asian culture. He's Filipino, man. And, uh, you know, his name is uh, AJ, man. And he was referred to us by Renda, actually. Uh, there he is, man. So. Basically, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start to, I'm gonna let it Can you hear us, AJ? Yep. <laughs> it was AJ. good. How's awesome, it going, my brother? Man. Thank you for joining Shit. us. Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. Dude, I'm hey, where so are excited. you right now? Where are you? I'm in the Philippines, bro. I'm in I'm in the uh, front yard. See, You're it's, in the Philippines. Wow. Yeah. We had to schedule that. This is our this might be our first international uh uh Paint the Town podcast in like from an international Zoom call, man, cuz it's normally we record at nighttime and uh, cuz teachers got kids and everything like that, but it looks like it's a nice day outside in the What part of the Philippines are you in, bro? I'm in Iloilo, man. Iloilo. Uh, our Yes, sir. I'm an hour away from uh, the capital of Manila. And now, when you say an hour, it's not an hour driving because it's a separate island, right? That's right. Uh, an hour of uh, plane ride. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> you might can confuse you in like Quezon City or something. You, you know what I mean? So, like, I want to make sure. Uh, but, dude, man, you know, for me, it's really nice to have, first of all, another Asian brother come on here, man, um, represent the street art community. And also, dude, if you know me personally, man, I love Filipinos, man. I grew up in West Covina, man. West Covina is like, 
You see, even AJ knows about West Covina, right? Because Word, yeah. Filipinos are fucking from West Covina, man. So, a you lot. know, yeah, a lot, I love Filipino girls, man. I don't know if you know, I used to date a Miss Philippines, man. So, uh, you know, a Miss You Resort. used to date Miss Philippines? I used to date a Miss Resorts world, a Miss, uh, Miss, Miss Philippines, you know what I mean? One, it's, I, wow. I understand that whole... Uh, that whole I didn't world. know that, James. <laughs> I don't talk <laughs> about it, man. You, you know what I mean? AJ, doesn't this guy look like uh, Jet Li? You know, Jet Li is the... Uh, he could. He could. A little yeah, bit, right? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I get stopped in the street sometime that, uh, you know, I look like Jet Li. And, uh, you know, girls have told me. So I try to work that towards my advantage, though. Um, but, you know, I actually used to... I actually used to have... In college, when I... Uh, I, I guess I didn't have as... You know, I had a different... My face didn't fully grow. Yeah, I was still a boy at the time. People used to stop me and ask me so often if I knew I looked like Jet Li that I had a fucking calendar that I would mark it on every single time somebody stopped and said, you know, you look like Jet Li. And in one year, I think it was about 13 <laughs> times, man. So I'm just saying like, but anyways, man, enough about me, man. Shit, I want to talk about my brother AJ today, man. Shit, dude. Welcome to the show, man. Paint the Town podcast. Renda, uh, you know, introduced us, man. We talked a little bit before. I know you know my brother TK, dude, um, as yeah. well, too. And I mean, you are in the Philippines, but you're a New York-based artist, right? That's right. Yeah, man. Born, born in the Philippines, raised in New York. Hell yeah. What part of uh, uh, were you born in? When, what neighborhood do you claim in New York, man? Uh, I, I lived in, in Queens, but when I got to New York, we lived in the Bronx. So I lived in the Bronx, Queens, those, those two boroughs. Nice, man. So, first, uh, do you speak Tagalog or do you speak Basa? You speak Ilo. Which one Ilongo? do you speak? Uh, yeah, my exactly. Man knows. Yo, yo, you be knowing, bro. I be Jeez. knowing, bro. A <laughs> man's knowledgeable. Yo, for real. Um, I speak. Uh, I speak Tagalog. I speak our dialect here, Ilongo. Um, uh, I understand, you know, Bisaya, of course, but I can't speak it because it's a different language. Like, there's a different, like, you know terms that they use that I, for sure. I don't know but but yeah. one thing is universal putangina right basically <laughs> <laughs> yes putangina means like son of a bitch basically you, you know what i mean or right. you know it's one of those like terms that filipinos use when they uh you know express frustration a actually one one the other founder of la Square gallery mitchell dumlao he's filipino too he's one of my best friends man so like like I said, I, I love the culture, man. And uh, I've never been personally. I've been all around uh, Asia. I lived in Malaysia before. I lived in Taiwan. But I've actually never been to the uh, Philippines yet, man. So uh, hopefully one day I can party with you there, man, if I DJ there or something, you no know? No doubt. Say less. Say <laughs> less, bro. It's going to be Liddy. Hell yeah. So I, mean, I love that. That sounds very cool. Say less. It's going to be Liddy. <laughs> no, I love say less, dude, because that that is very beautiful. That's golden, man. <laughs> say less, do more, right? That's right. Say less and work hard, baby. Or oh, you know, nice sound effect. <laughs> Anyways, man, let's get the show on the road, man. Tell us a little bit about, um, uh, you know, when did you uh, start doing your art, man? And like, uh, you know, we're gonna bring up your Instagram. We have this segment called. Uh, what is it called, Teach? We're going to call it Check Your Feed. Um, and it's not about what you eat. You know what I mean? Like, um, well, actually, you know what? What, what? what kind of diet do you have? Are you vegetarian? Are you a meat eater? I, uh, I, I eat everything, man. But um, from the past four years, I've, I've uh, portioned 
what I eat, and I've actually started working out too at home because I can't do the gym. So, but I eat everything, bro. Okay, okay. I would just that. I'm sorry, I just popped because you know check your feed. You know sometimes <laughs> what people eat, but check your feed as uh, we check your Instagram feed. You know, yeah. uh, James is able to uh, put the images up on the screen here for those who are watching, and we just basically mm. check out some of your artwork that you've put up and everything. Um, no. And uh, I really, really love uh, your work, man. Uh, it's the, the colors, the beautiful colors, and everything. The the words uh, you um, and what's what's your your main um, logo? Your your. Uh, I see the dream big right here. It's like your um, was it? Yeah, dream big, right? Yeah. That is. That's my thing. Uh, that's just like a, an automatic positive. Um, thing to have you know what i mean um it, it's automatically telling people to dream and not just to dream but to dream big and simple like gonna, say less you know i'm gonna pull up your feed yep. real quick man i mean so so i'm just taking a look at your logo dream big real quick man it says kids that dream art studio uh nyc man can you tell us a little bit about that like what's is this a character on your uh on your thing or how did this uh logo come about just well that logo is uh it's actually a real like uh, moss plant base mm. that I collab with uh, in in Cal uh, no not California in uh, in Miami. Uh, shout out to Green Wallscapes. They do uh, they do moss moss installation. Moss um, but, installations, um, nice. Yeah, so that's an actual like moss plant that they uh, they said cut my logo and whatever the green was around is around it is the moss plant. It's a living. Oh, moss I plant. see. I see. Yeah. Yep. Interesting, man. Interesting, man. So, dude, when that did you so start cool. like? When did you start doing art, bro? Like, were were you like a kid or like? Yeah. What was your What was your medium too? Like, like was it a pencil, a pen? Uh, what was your first medium that you that you messed around with? The bro, the first me. Okay, so like when I was when I was here, I moved to New York uh, when I was thirteen, going fourteen, I believe. And every time, like after school, because my mom she has a mall at this. Uh, she has a, a um a beauty salon at this mall and. So I go there after school and hang out and wait until they come home. So, that, you know, we all come home together. But during the time that I was waiting after school, I was uh, hanging out with these guys under the stairs at this mall. And they do like, uh, they do airbrush painting. Some mm. of them do charcoal painting. And so I was so into it. They're like the heavy, heavy metal band was, was big here. So they always wear black and like, they have like a simple... <laughs> they, they, these guys older than me at that time and so they how old they were, like, are you just so, uh, super, i'm sorry how old are you just so people know i just turned 33 in january nice so we're about okay. the same age kind of yeah okay no i'm sorry go ahead yeah so so um i was so into it man and i was watching what they do but uh and then i started making my own shirts like screen print screen print in a way that uh same process but like i use a cutout on, on a cardboard and then I just, you know, now, now it's called stenciling. So right. um, that's what I would do in my shirts and uh, in my backpack, the Jansport backpack, I painted like the band corn in it because I like the font. So I guess that was my first introduction to it. And then I moved to the States and got into music. I started producing, we, uh, uh -huh. beat making in high school. Nice. And then I had a music studio we went to. Uh, and then like when I was 18 and we went to a lot of beat battles we won. We won a, a lot of beat battles in New York, uh, Bay Area. Uh, let, let me ask um, you, what's Montreal. your uh, 
what's your medium for uh, beat making, man? Like, do you, uh, you know, do you make cut beats with like turntables or do you use like mm. Pro Tools Live or what do, what do you do? Because I'm a producer as well, too, for the audience. Yo, yo, I use Free Loops and- uh, Oh, hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> cool edit, yo. Cool edit at that time. Cool that's edit, dog. That's, that's old school, <laughs> man. That's how you know. That's how, yeah, man. You know what I mean? And yeah. these are like, you know, given these softwares were given to me so i had no i didn't know how to download you know software and stuff like that I just messed with whatever my friend gave me that put me on the on the music so i i rolled with that and then you know years later i learned how to use a little bit of reason and then logic and uh, um pro tools nice i'm an ableton guy dude because like i mean i produce for a, a hip-hop artist i i i'm a musician i always say i say that way too much on this podcast but basically it's like um you know i I make beats, man, and uh, I DJ, uh, and, like, now I'm making house music mainly, man, but, like, you know, I play, yeah. like, a guitar and stuff like that, too, man. Um, dude, man, you know, let me ask you, though, so when you went to New York, man, it seems like the art scene there, obviously, New York is, like, one of these, like, cities, uh, you know, that represent the art scene of the world, especially of, uh, you know, it's this, like, kind of, like, high-class scene a lot of times, man. I mean, like, uh, mm. uh, you know, how did you get from, like, hanging out with the dudes that were doing airbrush, man, to, uh, uh, you know, doing art, man, because it seemed like you were going the music side. Yeah, um, well, art just came, so so I always say this, right? Like, when every time people ask me, like, how'd you, when you start making art, I say, um, I say that the visual art came when I tried everything that didn't work. Uh, mm -hmm. Painting was the was the one that worked out for me, so I stuck with it. Mm. and but you know um i just started i did paint painting full-time when i was when in 2016 i would say i quit my job 2016 and just like yo this is what i want to do what were you doing but before, prior man? to that i was a medical assistant okay nice very <laughs> Filipino of you <laughs> dude <laughs> so wow. Filipino of you right yo yeah. dude, but no that's, that's respect, than that. man i mean shit dude like you know, I mean, you, you, you went the way that your parents probably pushed you to go for a little bit, right, brother? You know it. <laughs> Joko, he said it too, man. Yo, he could, have not, he could have not said it better, bro. Yeah, dude. And then, no, that's cool, man. So, like, what was that spark that changed it four years ago then? Because you don't seem like you've only been painting for four years, man. Holy shit, dude. I mean, your stuff is, shit. like, really appreciate amazing, that. man. Seriously. Thank yeah, you, man. Agreed. I mean, I want... Thank you, man. I appreciate that, bro. That's a that's a great compliment. Um, I mean, honestly, like uh, I learned I learned quick, you know, and I, I like to study my medium and research my medium. I you know, what I mean, like um, I've proved it to myself that I don't get so. So you it's like you learn from someone that has 10 more uh, 10 more years of experience from you. If you learn, if you could learn a year from that dude, then you just gain 10 years of experience from him. So yeah. I study, I study the, you know, my favorite artists, how they think, how they work. And so I applied that with the technical stuff that's free on YouTube. And, you know, I learned that just doing research. So, and whatever, you know, comes into mind, like that's the biggest challenge for artists too. Like when you have, you imagine something and bringing it to life is a whole, the process of bringing it to life is it's where a lot of, you know, at least for me, is I think like where a lot of artists get stuck. And so if you're able to execute what you think and even more, then that's that's golden to me. And um, through studying people's work and how they, the progress, the, the work in progress and how they operate, you know, um, well, 
it, it Dude, that is golden it, it information me. right there. That is so much golden information, what you're talking about. Not only looking at their technique, but how they think. Um, that, that's huge. Because um, I, read, I read it in this book, um, Steal Like an Artist, which the book that mm. changed my fucking life. Like, he said, like, if you, if you, re, if you take uh, from one artist, it's plagiarism. If you, take, if you take inspiration from 10 artists, it's original. Yep. Damn, dude. absolutely, bro. That's uh, damn. Wow. There, okay, here. That's the book by Austin Cleon, man. Steal that's like right. Artist, yeah. Ten things nobody told you about a creative man. Shit, dude. Damn, man. So I gotta from, check that from, out. AJ's probably out here. Shit. shit, man, dude. Dude, thank you, thank you. First, just like a little sidebar. Thank you because I just learned even more um, just now. You know what I mean? That's uh, I, I love it when I have new stuff like this to go check out a new book and everything. Um, yeah. And just for the, the new philosophy and insight, sometimes it's just a simple word or two that uh, makes a big difference. Um, so already, thank you for that. Okay, back to where we were. Dude, totally, yeah. man. Hey, you know what, though? I love it because, like, I can tell you put in the work and you're Asian, brother, because you studied a lot. You said, you know what I mean? One thing as Asians we do, man, we know how to fucking study, bro. You know? <laughs> so, like, <laughs> yeah, shit, man. If you put us in an environment where we love what we're doing, it's over. Like, we're gonna geek the fuck out over that bro like you know what I mean? like, <laughs> we can use we can definitely use more of that that's for sure yeah. well dude i gotta tell you one of my uh favorite pieces that i saw uh just looking through your feed was the uh coronavirus is temporary uh wu-tang is forever um that yeah that's fire that's but awesome, i didn't bro. just you know, just to, for the record, I didn't do that piece. I thought it was a dope piece. That's why I, I, just, I just thought I shared it. Oh, my bad. I, I didn't. No, yeah, that was <laughs> well, from uh, We also go artist. by what people share because that's basically who you are as well. Whoever you put up on your feed, um, yeah. you know, that's representative of what you, what you like, that's what your you brand. look for. Um, but that was really yeah. cool, man. I really like that image. But shit, man. Well, you know what? Sharing that. I want to talk about a couple like cool images that basically are distinctly AJ, man. Now, what, what do yes. people usually call you when you like, when you like, uh, you, you know, you go by AJ usually? Like, what do the homies call you, yeah. dude? Yeah? Okay. AJ. Yeah. AJ. And then like, uh, you know, I'm just saying a lot of artists have cool names, you know what I mean? So you're just like me, bro. You ask me, it's like, I just go by James, man. I'm like, shit, dude. I feel like I got to come up with like a special nickname like Wolverine or something. You know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> one of these... uh. But anyways, one of the, your main images, man, is this dream big with this little, with this, uh, with this girl, man. You know what I mean? It's like real iconic, man. And dude, mm. I would love to trade you some stickers one day of uh, uh, ours, man. And uh, but just curious, man, Stay how left. did this like come into the ethos? I got you. How did you like? Uh, so I. Yeah. Um, 2016, I got a no. 2015, I got evicted. I was already doing a little bit of art, selling a little bit of art. But I wanted, when I sold one piece to this gallery in London, that's what, that's what sparked everything. And um, I knew that that was the calling, like, well, not really the calling, but that was the sign, like, all right, yo, I want to do this shit full time. There's a possibility, you know? And when I went to, I'm going to take you, I'm going to take you a little bit back, bro. Hell yeah. Let's go so back. 2014, I went to Art Basel and uh, because out of depression, I just wanted to see this art. Like, what's the hype about? What is this Art Basel shit about? So my boy, Rich the Barber, he was like, yo, you, you should go because you love that shit. That's like a heaven for artists. You should go. So I went and saw all the, the exhibitions, the, the, the arts that were for sale. 
and, and totally fell in love with everything. It changed my life. But then at the same time, I was like, yo, I could do this shit. Like, I know I could do this. Like, so I went home, started making more art. And then, but at that time, you know, going through some personal shit, 2015, I got evicted. In 2016, the beginning, uh, October 2015, got evicted. I said, man, I want to, you know, it was a time for me to change something. And so 2016, I said, you know what, let me go to the Philippines and, um, I don't know, find myself, bro. Soul search, soul search. What do, what do I want to do? What is, what is my purpose like? So the whole year I spent here just like, you know, looking for, I'm trying to, it's like, it's like, a, it's like I want to break out of my comfort zone, that shell that's, you know what I'm saying? That want to be I a true artist. That. It wasn't more of like, you know, the, True artists, to me, a true artist is not like, afraid to do that. They're not afraid to, to do what you're talking about, to soul search, to break out of what they normally do, what they're strong at. You know, a, a true yeah. artist to me is someone who's willing to, to go out there and fail and fail, try new yeah. things and just keep exactly. going. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I did 2016, the whole year. Towards the end of the year, still nothing, bro. I'm like, shit, I'm, 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 I just love being here, you know, but maybe I should have a business later. I don't know. But then my, my laptop broke. And then I went to this computer shop. This lady saw some of the images on my desktop screen. She was like, oh, you do art? I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, you know, I have a friend in the church <coughs> that he does like a workshop with the kids. I'm like, okay. So link me up with him. I hit him up on, YouTube, uh, no, I hit him up on Facebook. Um, and then I was like, man, when, when, is your next, um, when is your next workshop? I'd love, I'd love to attend and just you know, see what, what you do with the kids. So I went and shit, man, that changed my life. Uh, seeing the kids' faces, went to this public school. He was teaching them the basic fundamentals of art, you know, and um, just seeing, seeing the faces of these kids, man, the joy in their faces. Yeah, so like, I was like, oh my God, yo, I love this, this shit, I'm gonna do this. Then I came back to New York. Um, on the flight, I was thinking like the kids and then, you know, the dream big, the kids and the dream big over and over. And then um, I came up with the image of the girl painting the dream big quote to, uh, you know, symbolize the kids in my hometown. You know, I want to inspire the kids. I, I, I want to give back to them. I didn't know how, but that's what I want to do in my heart. Like, I want to inspire the youth. Hell yeah, so, man. That's awesome, man. Dude. And, then, and then I did the, the, the Photoshop joint. And then I got, I was able to acquire a wall in, in, um, Brooklyn and Brooklyn, uh, shit, Underhill Walls in St. John's and Underhill um, Avenue in Prospect Heights. And that was it for me, man. As soon as they gave me the wall, I was, I did the wall and then everybody, everyone was loving it. Everyone, I had such a great feedback. And then from there, I just, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was a beginning for me. That's awesome, man. Oh yeah, man. Dude, I love hearing that story because it's like, um, dude, man, I can tell you're a real positive guy just from looking at your art, man. You know what I mean? Like the colors are very vibrant, man. And uh, dude, I love. I also like the fact that um, that you mentioned that you were you were struggling with some dark times, um, and yeah. a lot of people don't understand. I do too. I struggle with depression a little bit myself, and a lot of people don't understand that a lot of times uh, the artists that come off looking the happiest and the most joyful sometimes are the ones who struggle the most, and we do are this going like through a therapeutic. The, yeah. Hundred percent. Same thing with comedians. All comedians say that, you know, it, they're the funniest when they're, you know, when they're going through shit. Yes. <laughs> that's where they, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, no, for sure, man. Cause it's like, they, they mean it, you know? I mean, dude, uh, one of the regulars on our show, two of them are Cyrus and Franklin. They often come on, man. And I have their comedians basically. Um, and, uh, that, you know, one of them is, uh, uh, he, well, he considers himself an art streetist because he's not really a street artist, but he did spray his stencil all over the place in Hollywood until we brought him on the show, basically. You know what I mean? That's so, crazy. Yeah, That's it's great cra- branding. <clears throat> exactly. There you go, Franklin. Shout out to Franklin and Cyrus. But no, they always tell me that it's like they have to kind of like take breaks in terms of like the withdraw from the comedy scene because it's like, dude, man, um, you know, it's a hard thing making people laugh and being happy all the time. You, you know what I mean? Like, being a comedian so like much respect for being able to do it when you're not in the right fucking mood but it's showtime and showtime don't give a fuck what kind of mood you're in you know what i mean exactly when it's showtime showtime's like what i don't give a fuck it's showtime go yeah yeah you know it's kind of crazy yeah like especially whenever i perform in the uh as a dj man like a lot of times it's like you know what, if I'm not in a good mood, man, it, even though I'm playing like just on turntables and you would imagine that you don't express as much emotion, man, but your sets will like suck and people will like see that you're not really into what you're doing, man, y- you know? So it's like, yeah, the, the, the being- Can't like, do that. Exactly, man. And I think it's like, what, what's important about art is to, you know, always have it, make it fun. You're passionate about it or else it becomes like a regular fucking job, you know, you know what I mean? And then- You like, know what I- um what I want to say about that, if, if someone is going through like, like, um, if you get to a point where the shit is boring for you, then it's not, it's not your gift. You got to find your gift, man. Cause from, from there on, once you find your gift, everything else is, everything is, is fun. Everything makes sense. You know, yeah. for some people, they, you know, they do things just to do things and then they get bored at it and then they jump on another shit. But if, once you find your gift, everything is fun. Everything matters. Everything is, you know, it's life. So I think like finding- I always say that it, it comes down to your means when it, when when you're talking about your artwork. Some people, you know, they they think that they want to go out and make money with their artwork, and so that all their efforts are towards um, you know marketing and branding and and so that they can make money from their artwork. And then when they don't make money from their artwork, you know, then they get sad or they don't, you know, <laughs> then it's like okay, this <laughs> is, this is when you should be doing traded. something else. You know, that's what you're talking about. Um, but, you know, uh, I think the key is figuring that out. You know, I think the key is figuring out, okay, because sometimes it's the idea is better than the actual experience. You know, 100%. it's like, oh, I want to be an artist, you know, and it's going to be great, you know, but when you're going through the experience, it's like, man, this is hard. You'll find this out sucks, it's not for you. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Everybody You'll find out it's not for you. For free. They wanted me to do it for free and then they, you know, because I get exposure or some shit. What the fuck is up with this? Well, guess what? If you're a true artist yeah. and you just want to do it to, to build your soul and to help others, then yeah. a lot of this stuff is not going to matter. <clears throat> it's not going to matter how many likes, how many comments, how many whatever the fuck. It's, it's, what, it's what we do when no one's looking, bro. That's, that's what we, it's what you do when no one's looking. It's what you're supposed to do. Hell there yeah, dude. Damn, people don't want to know what i do when no one's looking man it's just looking at a lot of porn and stuff it's, like that it's, so. it's, <laughs> yo maybe you should be a porn star <laughs> yeah you never know bro <laughs> plus you have this podcast as a as a streaming outlet so shit that's more promo for you. well hey you know what uh james actually has had an offer to be a dj at a uh um special kind of party 
shall we say. Uh, so no, it's interesting. Let's talk about that for a second because you know what? It's funny. Like I actually went through a lot of conversations about whether this is like on brand or off brand. Will it like ruin like my art serious like artist? And then like I was having this conversation in my own head first, but then every single fucking person I asked, they're like fuck yeah you should do it man why the fuck would you not dj like a fucking sex party dude like you know what i mean like why not, mind Everybody you the sex party you're talking about <laughs> what's being called that back in the day of like toulouse lautrec and all the you know the playboy uh, bunny prostitutes and stuff that he hung out with like <laughs> you know in the bordellos and and stuff like that so it's all terminology dude a lot That's of true. artists did the same damn thing so <laughs> no, I love it, man. You know, I've, I actually helped me because I thought about it. I'm like, why do I like feel this way about like, if I'm associated to sex work, it's like some weird, like American puritanical, like fucking value that I'm just saying, but again, at the end of the day, man, I, you, you know, uh, but yeah, let's, let's get off. AJ, I got a question for you. Um, what has the, uh, the, um, the coronavirus experience been like for you in in uh in the philippines yes yes let's hear about it Yo, how man. about that segue uh <laughs> besides uh, besides us getting locked down i mean it's unfortunate that you know people are dying and shit like that which uh, and fighting for some uh, battling something we don't see besides that uh, shit it's been a lot of fun for me bro and then like comparing it to you know if i was in new york like uh, my friends couldn't go out the house, and meanwhile, I'm over here driving around and shit. But you know, the lockdown's first different we were, in the Philippines, isn't it? It's different. <laughs> it's different. That's all I can say. Uh, the other day, we was at the beach, and I was like, "Damn, this, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I was in New York, shit, I, I don't think I'll be here." You know? No. Nope. So yeah, it's it's uh it's been fun, bro. I mean, uh, at least you know we have a little bit of freedom out here in my city. In Manila, it's different. I want, yeah, I want to talk about this, actually, because this leads to an interesting topic, because obviously the Philippines is like, you know, the land of however many, like a thousand islands or something like that. You know what I mean? And there's private islands that are owned by people. And then there's like the main cities that are kind of like the, like Cebu or Manila or something like that, basically. Right. So the interesting thing to me is all we hear in the news, man, is about your president, man. Uh, you, you know, I mean. Uh, Mr. Duterte, President Duterte, man, you know what I mean? And it's really, really interesting to me, especially as an American, because it's like, I feel like all the world leaders now are like the same dude, man, whether it's like, it's Trump or whether it's, uh, you know, Bolsonaro in the in Brazil, man, or it's Duterte or it's Kim Jong-un or, you know, Xi Jinping. They're all man. a bunch of characters. <laughs> you know, they're all Word. cut from the same cloth, man, like straight up, you know what I mean? That's how I feel, yeah. you know? So like, um, is, you know, how much of that do you feel in, uh, you know, in your city, basically, or, you know, what do you guys, I mean, just speak your mind on it. I'd love to know, man. You might have to be careful, dude. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, that's I, what I was yeah. going to say, if you're comfortable. Let's yeah. not necessarily ask him if he doesn't feel comfortable, because, dude, knowing Duterte, Duterte, whatever the fuck it is, sorry, dude, I don't mean to, you may come after me, um, you know, there may be repercussions, who knows, man. This is, you know, this is whatever you're comfortable the other with, side of the earth. You know what I mean, so. Like, uh, well, you, you know, a lot of like my friends. Speaking of him in general, or no, or, just like just let me ask you, you. Comfortable. Like, how has he handled the COVID crisis? As I mean, because uh, he's known to be like a kind of like an iron fist kind of guy, man. I mean, do you guys feel like 
he's like helping you guys through because our president certainly isn't man you know what i mean he's like yeah, no no it's our our yeah. our government is very confused right now you know we had a bunch of different inputs from different doctors different specialists that actually said that oh it's nothing big to worry about and then you know oh, you can still travel or whatever but then you know come to find out oh no we shouldn't have been and these are like specialists you know from the best uh you know disease specialists in the world and stuff like that um mm -hmm. so it's been a very confusing thing for the number one country in the world allegedly, um, <laughs> allegedly. but um so how do you do you feel like um do you feel like he's handled it well do you feel like it's you know how he's handled it is bad good what do you think honestly bro i stopped watching the news like I that's so his, smart uh, <laughs> Like, if I, I can be either. honest with have, you, if I didn't have kids, I like, wouldn't watch the news. Yeah, man. I mean, um, yeah, bro. I I stopped watching the news, bro. I stopped following. I just, I just, um, if anything, actually, I watch more of the news there in the states than here. Oh, okay. Because okay. is yeah. there like a local news, like an island? I don't know how big your island there is. is. Like, how many there is. population? The island that you're on. How big is the population? Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot though. There's a lot of people here. It's not a small island. It's just uh, they're just islands, but they're big cities. Okay. They're just scattered, they like they're scattered cities. Yeah. Like what's the, yeah, what's yeah. the highest building approximately? They have, they have tall buildings. They have, so we have tall buildings here. Yeah. They, they, okay. But I can't, I don't know how many floors. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, their population is about a half a million, you know, in uh, the Ilo Ilo Philippines, Ilo, basically. Ilo. You know what I mean? How so, do you guys feel about the police there? Do you fear them? Are you okay with them? Yo, we friends with police is I. But um okay. it's just in Manila they locked down they locked down like the, the jeepney drivers that that was uh um protesting, I think. There were oh, seven of them. Yeah. But in my city, man, we, we cool. I see. We, so we good. Like you guys are basically yeah. like a very chill island. It's like look the everybody... thing the thing about Ilongos, are my people's, you know, we're like um my peoples are the nicest. Like we, they, we talk like soft and, uh, you know, even when we're mad, like you think we're, you know, sweet talking, but we're mad. We're, we're like the Colombians of Spanish, of the Latinos. <laughs> we're like that version. I like that. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, dude, man, like, you know, what, what is your uh, Elo city known for, man? Like, you, you know, I mean, like what, you know, I know like Any kind of in industry, industry, like, you know, uh, like for example, People always tell me right. like Cebu City like has a lot of pretty girls. You, you, you know what I mean? Right. Like right. No doubt. <laughs> See that, that's, that's like a common yo, known thing, right? Yo, Cebu so. is like a mix of because um because the Spaniards was uh, they were there and I think the uh, damn I forgot this guy's name but they they stayed there for a long time and so the most of the Cebuanas are you know are half uh, Spanish like you really see the Latinas in them. Like, yo, this is, they don't look Filipino, you know? They look mixed. But meanwhile, they're, you know what I'm saying? They're Cebuanas and 100% Filipino. Yeah. That's why, you know, they're pretty, man. Yeah, pretty girls sure. out there. So what, Ilo Ilo, I mean, like I said, they're just known for a relaxed kind of like laid back or do they make anything? Laid back. Uh, mangoes. We're known for mangoes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Ooh, I love me a mango, man. Dude, yeah. man. Laid back and mangoes. That's all I need. Dude, if you have a business, if I had a business here, which I'm planning on already, if I, um, you know, if I acquired that budget that I, that I, I, I set out, then I'll probably be here. I'll spend another two years to keep that business running and then 
or go back and forth to New York. You know, it's, if you have a business here, man, you're good. Why, why, why bother living? This is how I feel, though, right? Why bother living in the States and deal with all the stresses of every fucking day of everything busy, 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 make this, make that. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, over here, it's totally laid back. So if I have a business here, and my city is growing. My, that's why I'm, in, I'm investing a, a lot in the city and the community here, too. Um, if, if I had a business here, I, I'll probably stay here. Hell yeah. Dude, let me ask you, what kind of business are you doing? Can I, can I come stay with you? <laughs> Shit, bro. You're more than welcome come to, live man. In the we, we out here. Bro. I'm ready for we the island here. life. I'm done with LA, man. Don't Dude, let me out. ask you. Uh, for real. For real, like. Hell yeah, dog. What kind of business are you trying to get into, man? We had a few conversations in terms of like, you know, I know you wanted to actually like, dude, uh, develop a, uh, your own podcast, man. Um, and also like talk about entrepreneurship, man. So basically it's like, hey, I would love to, uh, I'm an entrepreneur, man. So like uh, just, you know, yeah. fi finding some opportunities for your island. Is that it? Because like there's a lot of uh, products maybe that aren't there. Uh, I want to focus more on art. I want to okay. focus more on art and uh, serving my community through art, meaning like we need some materials here that are that are not available. We need some materials here. Some of the artists, they get their stuff from, from Manila. So I want to be able to, um, okay, so like I want to I wanna put up a coffee shop slash gallery slash um, uh, art supply store because- uh, Perfect. Number one, artists, if you have new materials, a lot of artists here, can have something to something new to fuck with and then yes. they'll evolve to something better stuff right absolutely number one number two i want to hire like college students to work on my cafe so i could you know provide opportunities for them experience and teach them um entrepreneurship i don't want them to leave the coffee shop or at least quit and not learning anything because i was there i was working for starbucks they didn't learn shit um <laughs> except for customer go, service man. that's awesome that's what i want to that's what I want to teach them. So um, I'll probably have them read some fucking, some books like uh, like Loss of Power by Robert Greene. Um, you know, Think and Grow Rich. I want to have these curriculums, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's a different life, man. It's, we're living yeah. in a new, new, different generation. So we got to breed different, you know, people. Yeah, absolutely, man. That and, is And so also true. throw like uh, every month, I want to do a, like a show I want, to, I want to do a show with local artists here, with my connects in New York, in the States, and, and some in London, wherever in my LA, collectors dude. are. You always got a fan Yo. here in L.A., bro. You know what I mean? Like, Word. basically, uh, like I mentioned, man, like, you guys know TK as well on Up Magazine, man. Like, dude, they've been, like, our supporters, like, this whole... How did you guys meet, man? I mean, I'm sure I mean, through the art street scene. Art, the street art... The art scene in New York is pretty small, you know? Everyone knows everybody. Mm. Um... I met him uh, when um, through Sold Magazine. Mm, Sold okay. Magazine came to my show. They all they all came to my show, and that's how. So I met TK, I believe. Awesome, man, dude, man. You know what? There's some New York artists I just want to give a shout out to that been supporters of us, dude. My life in yellow, like uh, you know, she's a big supporter of us, man. And uh, yeah. also, I love her art, man. You know what I mean? And I'm so done. We're gonna talk to her in the next couple weeks, dude, because uh, exciting. Uh, yeah, because you know what I mean. Uh, it's like her the style's really cool. I don't know if it's the same artist, but also I there's this one in New York called On This Corner, and then they they like post like kind of like a memory or something that happened on this corner. It's very similar style to My Life in Yellow. So I'm I'm saying it may be a different artist, but I'm just saying there's so much fucking cool shit going on <clears throat> in uh in Brooklyn, man. Like, uh, dude, I want to go back. I want to go back to talking about uh, your first mural in Prospect Heights, man. 
dude that's like brooklyn's like got a lot of cool street art because like uh um you know like you said there's that biggie mural right there you know in brooklyn basically right just just like up the street from from prospect heights basically you know i think I mean? that's daniela's uh yeah 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 it's a it's like a grocery store you know what i mean so it's just like it's so cool because just that one alone it just represents like hey dude big is like uh uh important part of this neighborhood you, you know what i mean and then just all around like little alleys man inside brooklyn there's just like tons of fucking art man you know and so there's definitely like i love it because it's like if the la and ny street art scene can connect like what us and tk are doing it creates mm. like basically like a really nice representation of all the artists and then obviously you have a uh, art basil in miami too right so that's kind of just like the trade show that everybody go yeah yep. exactly right so so i'm just saying we're building like this nice little network and uh, it's just so awesome to like meet more and more artists from new york you know what i mean so anyway shout out to all the new york artists that fucking support us man and like yeah, all and, the and uh james and i are working on um a new uh spray paint line so um you know when yes. you talk about getting some new materials to to your island and everything uh we'll oh. be uh we'll be sending these guys some uh some spray paint dude i'm gonna yeah bro uh, that's one of the things we need here yo could you believe that because all right so when i got here my uh my client um requested for me to paint his uh, hood, the hood of the car. So I'm like, I'm down. But yo, can you believe that we had to get the spray paint from Manila and my cousin had to travel on the ship because you can't put it on the plane. He had to oh, travel yeah. on the ship 12 hours to cross the, to get to my island. 12 <laughs> hours, bro, on that ship. And that ship is called Roro, roll in, roll out. And it's a cargo ship. It's not a passenger ship. That's oh my God. how crazy it is out here. When you need to order like spray paints, like, man, it's crazy. Is there is there a culture of surfing out there, man? Because Teach might just join you because Teach is a big surfer. Yo, yo, Teach, you want to go surfing? I'll take you to uh, Shargao. That's the capital surfing of the Philippines. The surfing capital of the Philippines. Shargao. Yo, Shargao. Me and my boy were just talking about this, and, and our other homie used to work there before the lockdown. She was bartending there for a couple years. Before that, she was in Boracay. But uh, prior to, I mean, after Boracay, uh, Shargao, I was like, yo, if I go there, spend a month, how much you think the rent's going to be? Bro, $500, bro, in that island. $500. All you want to do is fucking surf, eat <laughs> seafood, rent a motor. Yo, I'm, like, I'm serious. I plotted this whole shit because I'm going to go there myself. Like, I want to experience oh, going there, spend a month just in the beach doing nothing. Yes. $500 rent, we good. Yeah. See, it's spelled S-I-A-R-G-A-O, basically, right? Yes, sir. Dude, yeah. interesting, man. Dude, Dude I, that's one of my regrets, man. When I was like dating, uh, you, you know, you know, like, uh, you know, actually a, a real Filipino dude, like, you know, what I mean, not not some West Covina knockoff Filipino, a real Filipino, like from the Philippines. I never, I was, we we're too busy. We traveled everywhere except for the fucking the Philippines, and I was always told it's like you can go like island hopping, basically. You spend like a night mm -hmm. on this island, live in some huts, and then you maybe like. Yeah. check into somebody's private island you know what i mean right it's like then the pictures That's are right. fucking insane these beaches man i don't even like the water and i'm i, I want to go you, you know what i mean because i'm like fuck that just when you imagine like paradise that's pretty much like uh <clears throat> that's what it is basically right i i mean yeah. like you know you know what i mean those those desert islands basically you, you there's know? a lot Dude, I, mean, there's, AJ, I want to come hang out for for a couple of weeks man want to come hang out yeah. and, and make do some art 
Make it, I'm make a boogie boarder, though. I, I, I boogie boards, but um, I'm a water man, so uh, oh, I would love to, to visit there, man. Okay, you know I, what, though? I'll, I'll hook you up with, with some peoples out here, man. You're going to have a good time. But some people are afraid to go to Philippines, man, right? You know what I mean? Like, some, some, some Americans, they told me, like, oh, dude, it's kind of like they feel, like, a little bit dangerous. Should they feel that way? Because, like... <clears throat> um, Just don't go to Mindanao. Just don't go to Mindanao. <laughs> Okay. Philippines is split into three uh, reg regions, Luzon, Visayas, and Mindanao. Mindanao being the south, Visayas is the middle, Luzon is the capital in the north. Just don't go to Mindanao. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of violence there. <laughs> is that the, uh, is that the, like, the, um, uh, there's, like, an Islam island, basically, right? Yeah. yeah. Interesting, man. No, it's just really interesting. Let me, <clears throat> you know what, like, uh, the current president, he was, like, uh, the governor uh, organizer of Cebu area and he did a really good job in that area right was he the governor I don't know like I said I don't watch the news man oh okay Sorry. no worries no worries this guy man anyways but like I said man you, you know what I mean so I think it's like it, it's just Philippines is a really interesting country man and uh dude man I would love to fucking go one day man so it, it, that, that's awesome man shit <laughs> but dude man um do you go to Manila at all Nah, I don't want to fucking go there because I don't want to deal with the traffic. Oh, okay. The traffic okay. there's bumper to bumper. It's like it's like Ooh. LA they say. Yeah. <laughs> well, you I only say. go there like the only time I probably went there was because I had a layover. That was mm. it. I didn't even go out the airport. Like just transferring from one terminal to the other one is already ten minutes, uh twenty minutes or half an hour when it's like five minutes away. I could walk the shit, but I got luggages. <laughs> <laughs> do you do a lot of traveling? Um, around Asia, man? Like, where else have you been, man? Have you been to, like, uh, Taiwan or China or anything like that? Yeah, uh, I've been to Thailand twice, Hong Kong. Nice. Yeah, so far, that's, uh, those are the only places I've Dude, been. Dude, man, I mean, just me personally, Thailand is, like, not my favorite place, man. I mean, it, it, mm. it's, it's like, like you just said about Manila, that's how I imagine, I mean, whatever I went, I went to, like, Bangkok, you know what I mean? And then it was That's just, why. You, exactly. you gotta go to you the thing. To the you south. To, yeah, I always say on this podcast, man, because we talk about traveling. It's like, when did the, the capital of any place, when is that the nicest place like ever? It's never the fucking nicest place. You know what I mean? It's like in the US, it's like, hey, I went to Washington, D.C. We would be like, dude, you miss all of America, dude. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, exactly. you know what I mean? It's like, you know, you want to go to New York, Miami, or LA or something, you know, I mean, it better represents the culture. So, a lot go of to, yeah go to the culture like i i learned this through through uh traveling that you got to go where the locals go if you want to know the culture like go where the locals go so i go to the grittiest i go to the grittiest places here some people might th might think or might find it dirty but to me it's, it's beautiful because hey that's that's how the you know that's how it is here you know and you gotta adapt to it but you get the best food the grittiest food the street food the coffee all the delicious food, you go to the grittiest place, that's where they make it the best. And that's how you know the culture. Hell yeah, Absolutely, man. man. Absolutely. It's good words. So let me ask you, man, when are you coming back to uh, the state? Do you have any plans, too? <laughs> yeah, man, I got some plans. But uh, right now, um, the, the airports are, you know, shut down. So there's no domestic oh, flights shit. until the 15th. I'm going to find out on the 15th, uh, a couple days. In a couple of days, so once they have domestic flights, I think I'll book a ticket and go back. Nice, man. Nice, man. Dude, man, like, you miss the U.S., though, for sure, right? Even though you've been out in uh, 
been out in paradise for a little bit. You, you know what I mean? Like you consider New I York. I miss my uh, my family for sure. For sure, man. I mean, here I'm staying with my dad and my cousins. You know. But, yeah, 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 um, in yeah. New York, yeah. I miss the hustle. I miss the hustle. But you know, my friends telling me, man, you're not missing missing anything here. So, well, dude, <laughs> as long as you can be productive where you are. Oh yeah. Then, Hell yeah. You know, no, and you're and no, you're in a good state of mind. That's it. Makes that's all the, the difference key. in the world, man. Thank you for bringing that up, because um, when the whole lockdown shit happened, I, everything that I've been doing since the beginning of lockdown, I've been practicing for three years now. You know, when everyone is having fun and chilling, getting comfortable, they think everything is okay. In my mind, nah, it's, it's not okay, because I don't know when's the next paycheck coming. I don't have a steady job. You know, I always live on the edge of the sword. Um, I got to hustle. That's why when that, even, if, even if I'm here, I proved it to myself that it doesn't matter if I'm in the States or anywhere in the world. If I can create and post shit on Instagram, I can sell shit. Hell so yeah. out here, I'm, I, out here my, my mission and my advocacy to my city is, is paint walls as much, as many walls as I can for free because I got sponsors. My boy sponsors me. So nice. paint is there. My talent is here. Just give me a fucking wall and I paint a lot of positive shit there for the community to see. You know, awesome. there's not much colors out here, you know, so that's why, um, that's why I stay, that's how I stay productive and, you know, working out, eating, eating good, like, dude, what's all your workout work routine, man? Mind sharp as well. I was just talking about it on our last podcast, you know, as we get older, um, people that are not artists, they have to do like, you know, word puzzles or these little mind game things to help their mind from atrophying to dementia. But as artists, man, all we got to do is sit down and work on a drawing or a painting or something like that. You don't got to be an artist. You could be anybody. You could be anybody, you know? Well, I mean, just naturally. Naturally for an artist. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, It's going to be yeah, a lot yeah. easier, you know what I mean, to just right. sit down and do something. For someone who's not an artist, it's going to be much more of an effort to, to make that artistic uh, effort. But, uh, yeah, man, it can be a wonderful thing. I, I, I listen to a lot of motivation stuff, man. You know, um, I listen to Jim Ron, Tony Robbins, Les Brown. Uh, nice. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Inky Johnson. I listen to, Joe Rogan. you know, uh, uh, <laughs> 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 here and there. I, I, I like him, man. I like his oh, character, yeah. man. He's a character. Me too. Yeah, yeah it's, it's important to keep the, the mind sharp and, and the body moving because, you know, I've been to that dark place and I don't want to fucking go back there. Whenever I, it's, it's, it's pulling me, like I fight it. Like, nah, yo, you're not taking me there again because I've been there and I don't mind dealing with it, but I'm dealing with it better now. You know, I don't get as depressed as much, you know what I'm saying? So. No, that's well, true, You know, from what I've, everyone's different, but, um, you know, uh, speaking personally, it's, um, it's something that uh, I've learned that is not ever going to go away completely. You know, it's something I'm always going to have to work to be aware of and and mm. be, you know, try to, uh, you know, be productive and, and deal with it uh, when it's happening um, and be aware. You know what I mean? Because uh, mm -hmm. sometimes for me, um, I won't realize and all of a sudden I'll be like, oh, wait, you're starting to have these thoughts that are taking you down that path, you know? Mm. So mm -hmm. um, for me, you know, it's, it's about having the tools to that help me to keep from going there you know mm. and and for a while i was thinking no it's going to be i look forward to not having to deal with um with these kind of thoughts anymore like at some point i, I was hoping there's going to be a finish line that you know i'll be better but mm. that's not usually the way it is you know what i mean you just you develop <laughs> a set of tools that help you to deal with the situation and to put yourself in the right spot as, as far as i'm concerned 
it's the easiest thing that a lot of people don't do because it's the easiest thing to do. But yet, you know, we sometimes don't do it. But it's those e those little easiest things, man. They 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 build up. They build you up, and that's what makes I think in my experience that's what you know makes one person mentally strong and not to have to um, go down that dark road again. Yeah, well, and you know what? Another thing is <clears throat> well coming, said. Coming back to the awareness thing is, I, I'm 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 very grateful um, that the the level of um, depression that I deal with is one that I can actually handle, you know, myself, because, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, dude. Uh, depression doesn't care if you're the richest person in the world, the poorest person in the world, doesn't care what you've done. You know what I mean? Like it, it can be, you can be the worst case, you know, uh, for someone mm -hmm. who's rich or whatever. It, and, and so um, it's all about awareness and, and figuring out if you've got the capabilities to deal with it or <clears throat> if you should get some help. Hell That's yeah, the man. hardest part. That's the hardest part yep. is, is figuring out that I think for people. Dude, I want you to talk about a little. Lastly, AJ, we're almost coming up on an hour here. I wanted to talk you to talk about protect our dream, your nonprofit, and also uh, your uh, uh, you know streetwear apparel, dude. You, you know, kids that dream, and also uh, Fobs NYC, man. I want to know what that's all about, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, Fobs NYC. Let's start with that. I I, yeah. I got the name after. Uh, I mean, that's just me embracing. Uh, what, what my uh, Filipino American uh, <laughs> friends used to make fun of. Um, yeah, yeah, let me explain even, it for the audience. Uh, Ed, before Eddie Huang, man, I, I I always roll with fresh off the boat, and we just made it fresh off the boat, <laughs> boys, go. just to embrace it, in, embrace that power. You know what I mean? Like now, everyone wants to be, everyone wants to learn the culture. Before, like I was making fun of not speaking a proper or perfect English. Yeah. You know. So they're like, oh, he's a fob, you know, oh, fuck him, he's a fob, we're not, you know what I'm saying, we're not rolling with him, you know what I mean? But now it's like, it's like totally opposite. It's it's cool now because, I mean, to you're me, different. I just, yeah. it's different, you're different and you got to embrace that shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, I, definitely. I can never be someone else, I can never pretend to be somebody else, you know what I'm saying? And my boy made it clear for me, he's like, yo, you know, this is us, this is who we are. Either they fucking take it or, or they not, but we're going to be whoever we're going to be. We're not going to change for them. You know what I'm saying? So uh, he made me understand that concept. Hell yeah, that's, dude. Uh, that's it's important, that's man. How I made Simple them. but important. So, yeah, yeah dude. Is it uh, Kids That so Dream? So that's the Fobs. Hell yeah, dude. And, and sorry, I love that story. That's the Fobs is, uh, is a collective artist, Filipino artist that's based in New York. Okay. Okay. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, dude. That's what the Fobs are. Shout out to the uh, Everyone does. The boys. Uh, Everyone, everyone does different things: uh, illustration, uh, street art, um, muralist. You know, we have different like set of skills. Nice, man. That's nice. awesome, man. Dude, we'd love to have some of them on in the future too, man. Like when we go to New York, man. Dude, uh, so yeah, tell us a little bit. Lastly, about your uh, uh, nonprofit and also the streetwear apparel, man. Because uh, you know we rolled up in an hour already, man. That shit was quick. Cool. I know. This is a great guy, you know. man. It's time flies when you're with a great <laughs> company, man. Exactly. When you're having good conversation too, and you know uh, things, you know we learn feed off each other and shit. Hell so yeah! It's been a great convo. Uh, protect our dream. That's my nonprofit. It's uh, it's four of us on the, on board. Uh, myself, uh, Vic Fario, two local uh, two local street uh, 
artist, visual artist here. And uh, one is our partner, Mike. Um, so that's, that's our advocacy. That's, we wanna, that's our way of giving back to the kids and sharing our you know, skills and, and, and what we know about painting. Because we want them to understand the possibilities of, of making art. You know, not just art, but you know, anything that they want to do in life. They could do it. They could, they could achieve it. Like I said, myself dream it, as an example. Exactly. Dude, hell yeah, yeah, man. That's awesome, man. And uh, dude, like I said, um, go ahead. Uh, kids that dream, kids that dream is is pretty much because I used to, uh, I used to co-own a, a clothing streetwear clothing line called uh, Problem Child. So I have all the experience and I used to intern <laughs> at uh, BBC. So I have all the experience nice. of, you know, designing shirts, manufacturing, where to get them printed, stuff like that. That's basically an outlet. That's like a, a wearable art, I would say, in, in short term. That's a wearable art. Mm. Yep. You know? Absolutely. 100%, man. Dude, that's awesome, man. Dude, I gave, we, we just followed all those pages, man. And, uh, you know, we want to support you, man, and just promote your stuff, dude, because you're fucking... We also like keeping track of our artists that we interview, you know, so we're going to be checking back in with you. And, uh, you know, like I said, once we get our, our paint line together and everything, um, you know, we're going to look forward to working out some kind of projects with you. Yeah, man, and if yeah, you're um, LA, That paint line, um, like I told um, James, uh, whenever you guys are ready, my, my boy, he owns one of the biggest uh, paint shops here in my city. So, you know, we could, we could, um, could tell it to him or, you know, through, through Facebook and whichever way, man. But, you know, there's an outlet for us out here. We just need the, we need the product. Hell yeah, man. Awesome, dude, we got man. you, dude. We're working on it right now. Actually, uh, you know, I just talked to another um, a possible supplier right now, man. But this is our logo, the ghost spray paint. If you flip your head around, it actually says OG spray paint. You know what I mean? Wow. So, uh, so basically... Fire. You know, it's a collaborative effort, man, between me, Teach, and also Cult 33. It's uh, Sean. Sean, Sean for, Gatlin. What a guy. Yeah, uh, you killed me first, man. man. You know what I mean? Thank you, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, we actually when, been working on this for months, man. And it's going to be. All the time. He was very patient with us. We had little <laughs> tweaks here and there. And I was always like, dude, I'm sorry. And he's like, dude, no, I love doing this. No worries. Like, he made me feel so mm -hmm. good about working with him. I love that. I love Sean Gatlin. Dude, we have. Yeah. That's a you good know, partner. And we have this. It's going to be in the next, and the advertisement's going to be in the next Up magazine too, man. So that brings it full Ooh. circle, basically. You know what I mean? So, so don't it's worry. really coming together. Like, it's really coming together, coming together. Like, yeah. it's happening, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, wow. Dude, I, I think I mentioned to you over the phone before this, but, you know, I, I work in the chemical industry, man, and this is basically what we do, mm -hmm. man. So, you know, dude, we can even mm -hmm. talk about some other opportunities off the air too, you, you know, I mean, in terms of more yes. technical stuff, dude. And, and dude, I'd love to... Uh, sure help you promote like whatever you're doing, man. So like, like I said, dude, it's, it's an awesome pleasure to talk to you, man. And, uh, you know, we do like, if you're ever in LA, man, hit me up, dude. Cause, uh, you know, you got a place to fucking crash dude, for sure. Man. You, you know what I mean? And also, uh, dude, if we're out yeah, in New York, we man, we want to fucking party with you. And you know, I want to party with the fucking fresh off the boat. Yo, we, 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 I want to come hang out yo, in the Philippines, we, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we could, uh, we could go to saviors. Uh, every Tuesday, he does like a collage show. Xavier Amundo, he's my art partner. You know, my, that's my brother, man. We, we've done major things together, like in the world trade, you know, and uh, uh, helped him out with his show. He helped me out with my show. So I also want to um, uh, 
I want to nominate him also for your next episode. Maybe you know yeah, want to. Dude, I love that, man. We love to bring love him it. on. We man. love getting more suggestions of artists from artists that we interview. Dude, we love to hear some maybe like personal detail stories about you, bro, from him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he going to tell you a lot of funny and crazy stuff we've done. It's all been fun, been professional working with him, man. Like, I can't say anymore with Savior. He's a great guy, fucking genius, too. He thinks crazy like me. So. How do you, how that's do you why we get along his IG, man. Can I bring it up real quick for the audience uh, that's watching? Yes, please. Uh, is- Savior El Mundo. Savior. Savior. Is there any there underscores is. or dots no, or anything no, in that? No. Or is it- it's just well, I'm going okay. to give him a follow right now, too, man. So uh, you can let him know, like, just like who, who we are. I mean, like I said, we just love to promote your homies, man, because yeah. uh, this is his page, dude. Damn, dude. This guy's got some sick ass. Uh, Oh, I dig it. Man, totally dig this. Dig this, man. How did and you that's guys our meet? slogan. We met. He went to my show. He went to my show. And uh, he because when I had my first show, I wanted everyone to uh, stencil and fuck up the whole the whole wall of the uh, venue. Nice. So he, he went. He's like, yo, can I come there and bring my stencil and tag on the wall? That's uh, that's how we, we linked up. <laughs> I love his attitude, man. <laughs> Stop bitching and make yeah. art. Think before you act, yes. dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the shit. That's savior. That's dude, awesome, man. Hell yeah, man. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna leave the audience. We're pretty much over an hour, but dude, there's ten morning gratitudes, man. I'm gonna read this off uh, for the audience to end the show, basically this way. Um, so wait, 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 wait. Before uh, before you do that, before we go, um, AJ, what's the easiest way for people to reach you that want to get in touch with you, uh, get some artwork from Instagram. you, or whatever? Instagram? Instagram. That's my portfolio. Yes, sir. Okay. AJ Lavilla on Instagram. That's my portfolio. Got it. You know, awesome, you know, they man. say um, your next job could come from could come from social media or Instagram yeah. if you yeah, tr- if you treat it as your portfolio. So every time go. everything I post there, man, I, I want to make sure it's educational, it's inspiring. You know, nothing. When you come to my page, it's all about it's all about um. It's but it's private, though, so you got to request to follow AJ so he knows who the fuck you are. I know it. Man, make... my shit is public, man. No, no. It's, that, was, I was, uh, that was the wrong one that I was looking at. Uh, okay, earlier. okay, okay. Just making sure. Just making sure. Uh, yeah. well, shit, my shit dude. public. I know yes. a lot of people. Okay, cool. I know a lot of people listen to this as their morning drive radio show, dude. So I think we'll just no leave word. the audience off with this, man. Thank you for this new day. I'm filled with happiness and gratitude. I'm grateful for another chance to live my life. I'm grateful to feel the air in my lungs and the beating of my heart. I'm thankful simply for being alive. Thankfulness, appreciation, sincere gratitude are part of who I am. I'm grateful for who I am and for what I have. I invite gratitude into my heart. Today, I will have an attitude of gratitude and thank you for the blessings this day will bring. Fuck yeah, dude. That's some positive shit right there, dude. And uh, dude, man, go, man, we'd love to have your homie on, dude. And uh, like I said, man, thank you for being such you a positive. Look forward to, to hanging out with you again, dude. Dude, yeah, thank you for being Yo, such geez, a positive we'll life. Flying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you, man. I'm blessed to be here, bro. Hell yeah, man. Thank you, guys. And uh, to the audience, love you guys. Take care. Peace. Word.